0: Alright, David Teller, you listen to PS Tape Recorder. Huh? Yeah, we're doing it. Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder. Coming up, close
1: personal friend of the show, Jimmy Dore. So you can no, nobody can ever talk about things they care about because people will know what your point of view is? No, you're just talking about something that's interesting, important, and you're doing it in an entertaining way.
0: We had a great chat with Jimmy, as always, you'll hear that in just a few minutes. But first, breaking news, PF and fangirl detained by law enforcement. And here is our harrowing tale. Uh, well, this week's episode was supposed to be just an entire episode devoted to uh, the interview with Jimmy Dore, who is a very close personal friend of the show, but um, we wanted to bring you all up to speed on a little uh, a harrowing incident that involves Fangirl, and uh, hey Fangirl. Hey. Uh, we this is uh, Wednesday, March nineteenth. We were recording this segment, and on Sunday we um we're not gonna talk a whole lot about this. Just we just want to get you, you tell you guys what happened. Uh, we may be taking some action uh, on our end, and it'll become apparent why in just a moment. Um, we were out driving around Sunday, uh, getting Fangirl's hours in to get her driver's license
2: and taking pictures from my photo project.
0: Exactly, and uh, Fangirl also has a what's the photo blog?
2: Uh, check check Hayes photos.
0: Okay, yeah, and you can link to it from the Podbean page. Anyway. Yeah. So one of the things Fangirl decided she likes to take pictures of uh, are some of the roller coasters uh, at the local amusement park. And uh, to make a long story short, we wound up behind the amusement park uh, on what appeared to be a public road that also goes behind one of those big water park hotels, which we're not going to name or promote because we don't like them now. And you're going to find out why in a second. <laughs> Anyway, so I tell fangirl, the this, this sign says no outlet, and I say, well, drive down to the end of this, and then you can we can see a fence with a big stop sign on it. And I figure that must be where the park property starts. So we'll drive up to the fence. You can take some pictures of the uh, the one coach that's right back there on that part of the park property. So she gets out, takes some pictures. I turn the car around. We drive back towards uh, what is the main road. And a sheriff's deputy pulls up and blocks our way. And I think, oh, shoot, he, we prob- this probably isn't a public road. Oh, this- uh,
2: yeah, we're like, oh, trespassing ticket, knew this would happen. We've still got the music yeah. on, and we're kind of laughing about if it. If that,
0: yeah. And I'm thinking he's going to walk up and say, what are you doing? We're taking pictures for a, a photo project. Well, this is, is, in fact, private property. You shouldn't be back here. Please leave. OK. Ticket well, in the mail. So ticket in then. the mail. Yeah, something like, worst case scenario, a ticket. And it's not posted trespassing. Again, it's, it's, the road says no outlet, end of county maintenance. So it used to be a public road. I don't think it is any longer, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> Uh so he has his sirens. has us stick our hands up. I'm thinking, what's oh, a traffic stop. You never know when you're a police officer nowadays. So I think that's that's, that's prudent on his part. Uh, I still we, have
2: the radio on at this yeah, point. Yeah, so he so. can't
0: hear him yelling at us. So finally, I <laughs> yeah. quickly turn down the radio, and he yells, roll down the window and stick your hands out. I'm like, well, OK, still, it's probably in his best interest. You don't know who you're stopping, who, yeah. you know. And then he opens his door, gets behind it, draws his gun, and orders fangirl out of the car and orders her to walk backwards towards him meanwhile and side
2: to side which is what made me the most nervous because there was a gun drawn on me
0: and then um, while he's doing that uh, two more he's a sheriff's deputy for the county that we're in uh, not that we live in but the kind that this is taking place in uh, two more sheriff deputies show up at least and four city police cars for the city that the amusement park is in and so to make a long story short uh, what you want to tell me what happened after you walked backwards
2: well, I walked backwards, and I'm watching Dad then I have to get out of the car after me, and they were really aggressive with him. Like, that's another thing. I don't believe in, like, men's rights activists, but police are really rough with men, and they're not really rough with women. But anyways, um, that's not the point. They I get back there, and they handcuff me and i'm honest to god my first thought was okay they're pranking us because we're trespassing and they see that i'm young they're gonna be like ah just kidding you don't have to be back there now you have a story to tell that was my legitimate thought process but um i'm standing and they like spread my legs to uh like uh search me and (laughs) as they're searching me the one guy is telling me that they got a call that a white car was threatening to kill people at gunpoint behind the park
0: yeah okay and um that's where we're gonna leave it i got we were put in two different squad cars and i was told a slightly different story and uh so i just want to get us up to speed we were of course let go because we were doing no such thing (laughs) but uh we will update you perhaps at the end of this episode we will play part of the 911 call perhaps not i'm supposed to pick that up tomorrow which is thursday the 20th and we'll see actually what happened but uh just wanted to bring everybody up to speed on what happened there And uh, now we'll get to the interview with Jimmy Dore. Okay, joining us on P.S. Tape Recorder, it's our old friend Jimmy Dore. Jimmy, how are you? I'm doing good.
1: How are you, P.F.?
0: Uh, okay now. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man. Um, well, gosh, uh, a lot of things are going on with you. Uh, as hey, a- hey, the cops are just
1: doing their job, buddy. I know, right? <laughs> the cops really- are just doing their job, and it-, it was, you know, sure, it's a slow, slow Sunday. It was a slow... Well, they, have a, they all have a big story to tell now, all
0: eight of them, or whatever it was. Oh, holy cow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully, I have more of an update after the interview here. Anyway, uh, so you got a lot of things going on. the The Jimmy Dore radio show is going real well. You got the Young Turks thing going on. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, I got uh, I got a book coming out pretty that's soon. That's right.
0: Just wanted to ask you about it too. You have the book coming out as well. When's the book out?
1: It's coming out in July, and it's called uh, "Your Country's Just Not That Into You." Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. So So uh, I'm, you know, it's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. And it's funny and satirical and all that stuff. So uh, I hope people check it out.
0: Oh, good. Yeah, it's kept you busy. I know you've had to, like, uh, uh, although you've managed to push out the radio show and do the Young Turks thing uh, and still do um, live shows
1: as well. So I don't know how you do it. You know what? Uh, I don't uh, I manage my stress very well. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of mm. scotch. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of scotch. That's what I put mostly. Okay. You but I'm doing down. better than Harold Ramis. How are you? Anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. Hey, I saw this on the Huffington Post the other day. First of all, I, I used to that used to be a kind of good place to go for news, and, mm-hmm. uh, and then it got sold to AOL or whatever. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now it's like it's like half National Enquirer, half kind of newspaper. It's horrible. It, it's i saw this because they just want you to click right if you Yo, click yeah. they get paid right pf isn't that how it works i think
0: that's it's all well at my day job it's all about clicks and funded loans that's what they uh, I, f- seriously that's what it is clicks and funded loans that's what all they're after
1: what is a funded loan
0: i work for a company that um that does uh payday loans online. Oh, okay. state licensed. Oh. it's not one of these shady fly-by-night things everything is up everything is up front and sure it um, it's, it's about equal, people don't realize, it is about equal to pawning something. If you go to pawn something and borrow money, you'll pay the exact same amount you will if you get a payday loan. But yeah, you, don't have okay. to put up, you don't have to put up any of your crap as collateral. So it's not, it's, yeah, I know you hear these outrageous interest rates, and they are pretty high, and we all know it. But it's, 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 a, it's akin to getting, a, a pawning something without having to actually uh, put up your stuff. But anyway, our boss always says, because we are on the online portion of it, uh, clicks on funded loans. He wants somehow people to get to the website. And click on and borrow money, of course, and and uh...
1: so I, I'm at the. So they have a headline in the Huffington Post. It was like coroner determines cause of death for Mike uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm like, oh no, no kidding, <laughs> really? Well, was it a slip and fall? <laughs> <laughs> Did he forget to take his diabetes medication and fall into? I, I think we know what it was. <laughs> like, like, as if there was some in- mystery still left. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, yeah. Anyway, I. I Ah, uh, the state—the state of news today, not good. No, not, not good. At all. Not at all. It seems uh, to happen over and over. And speaking of Harold Ramis, that's like you know, my—I my, think my favorite movie is Groundhog Day. It's right up there, anyway. Uh, I would it's say pretty, probably p- Vacation. A, what's that? The, the Vacation, the the first Vacation
0: film he directed, and uh, John Hughes wrote. Uh huh. That's probably up there for me for anything that uh, Harold Ramis has done. That'd be my top Harold Ramis moment.
1: Really? Yeah. Not, oh, I love Groundhog the original Vacation. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was great. Sure, sure. Well, the thing about I think Groundhog was, Day was his masterpiece, you know, because it's one of the best movies ever made. But yeah. we can differ on that. That's the thing. That's the great thing I've about movies. I've only seen that
0: once, though, and it was years ago, and I saw Vacation a ton when I was a kid. So probably I know that one better than I know yeah. like Groundhog Day. So that's well, I like
1: Groundhog one. Day because it expresses the idea that life is full of painful repetition, yet we have mm-hmm. to remain interested in it, even though we know exactly what's coming next. That's you know? true, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, true. yeah. Uh, Anyway, so that's what's happening with me. I, the book is coming out. I'm excited about it yeah and Diane Feinstein to, uh, for, just discovered the Fourth Amendment last week. I, I don't was, know if you noticed. Yeah
0: yeah well this is uh, oddly that we should be talking about that now. Um, the reason I wanted to bring that up though is uh, your buddy Mike McRae was just on the, on the, the face page and my wife hates when I call it that uh, talking about I guess he wrote he was quoted by the Atlantic about uh, so-called conservative comedy. And uh, and you saw this. I you know you liked my comment. I said, "Well, you know, the other thing they don't realize is that people like Bill Maher and uh, John Stewart and Jimmy Dore regularly make fun of uh, liberals." And maybe it's more 60-40, maybe it's more because, like John Stewart says, we come from an informed position, so it's our tendency, you know, probably to make more fun of conservatives. But you spent, I think, more than half that episode just this past week of the Jimmy Dore show making fun of Diane Feinstein and the fact that she was outraged that uh, people were spying on that, even though she was totally cool with it when it was as everybody else, as her constituents. Oh, yeah, fine. And and Mike, you know, uh, agreed with that as well. But sorry.
1: well, you know, I think that's the difference. See, the problem. <laughs> yes, the, uh, conservatism doesn't work comedically, for, for in my opinion, anyway, for many reasons. Uh, one, you know, no. Uh, comedy usually punches upwards, you know, and mm-hmm. that's not what conservatism, and comedy, you know, it's about asking questions, yeah. and questioning everything, and that's not, conservatism isn't about that, conservatism is about, we have the answers, stop. Yeah. And it and, and about the absurd, now here, um, our, our Am old Am I friend, wrong about that? Or no, what? no, no,
0: but I was going to say, like our old friend Dennis Miller, you know, who we're all disappointed in, he tweeted out a joke uh, a couple of months ago, which I thought was, uh, it was right when, um, uh, the uh, Defense of Marriage Act and all that stuff was back in the news, and he, he tweets out that Bill Clinton, uh, uh, didn't always support gay rights, but he always supported lesbians. Now that's a gorgeous piece of business, as our friend Jimmy Parada would say, because it makes fun yeah. of Bill Clinton because something we all know he's kind of a kind of a lech in that area, and that's funny. And isn't you know Dennis Miller being a dick like he usually is and punching downward like you say and making fun of you know uh, poor people and in a and 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 people trying to you know vote. Without having yes. to show ID and stuff, it-
1: rich rich white millionaires don't need comedic relief. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's the uh, it's the it's the put upon. It's the downtrodden. It's the oppressed. They're the ones who need comedy, and you can't. You know, the things about conservative comedy is they put their ideology in front of the comedy. Exactly. And yeah. that's not what John Stewart or me or yeah. you know fun, people who are actually funny and doing you know political or topical jokes do. We we go after the funny first. Yeah. And we go and, I, and the honesty of the situation is what's funny. You know, Bill Hicks used to say that. Uh, I just apply uh, I apply truth to any situation, and what's left yep. over is the comedy. Ah, there you go. And uh, so, yeah, so you. So, So you make fun of all the lies and the hypocrisies and the inconsistencies, and you know we're certainly not beholden to a political party, and that's not the same thing with conservatism. They are beholden to a political. They are not. I mean, you're seeing a little bit of a fracture in the Republican Party now, which I think is healthy. I think is good, even though it seems you know they're still all anti-science, which is just you know horrific. They're anti-women's reproductive rights. They're all anti the wrong things. And you know I, I, it's you know the, the bad thing is that we're split up into two parties. Pf, there's many more factions. You know,
0: yeah. That's and I know a lot of people say, oh, we should have a, a third party. But then if you think about it, and I may be I haven't investigated this thoroughly, but a, as a canophile and an anglophile. I know what we're gonna. What you might end up with, though, is a thing where you still don't really have three parties because over in Britain, the Lib Dems, as they call them, Liberal Democrats, have to side with one of the other parties in order for someone to still have a majority. So, I mean, I guess you're getting more ideas into the mix because then they have to compromise and then they get stuff pushed through. So maybe it is a better system than we have, but I don't think it's as. I don't think it's the uh, the cure that everybody is looking for here.
1: Well, I agree with you on that, but you know what I like is that the the. Somehow, conservatives, when they try to do conservative comedy, they're always painted as the victims. You know, like somehow yeah, they yes, want to discriminate yes. against gays in Arizona because they're somehow religiously victimized. Yeah. And they're like, hey, how about a little tolerance? That's a. Well, <laughs> Tucker hey, Carlson said, how about a little tolerance yeah. for someone who doesn't want to bake you a gay cake? That's not tolerance. No. That's called indulging someone's bigotry. Exactly. Yeah. They get, uh, you don't understand uh, the difference between tolerance well, and bigotry. There, there's a difference. Here's something nobody
0: uh, came and I'm surprised the Fox News people didn't sniff this out. If you can uh, deny people service based on your religious beliefs and so forth, aren't you opening the door to the
1: Sharia law you people have been screaming about for the past eight years? Yes, I I couldn't agree. You know what, I think that it's so funny too they keep talking about. They're going to make me bake a cake for a game. Like it's if you're sitting at home watching a baseball game and somebody from the government breaks into your house, get up and bake a cake for these two queers. That's not what's happening.
0: No. And like <laughs> it's you a said, bake
1: company. They I, make cakes. all. That's what they do for a living all day. Cake right. making.
0: I know it was you or Robert Yasamura on your show or one, someone pointed out on your show and said, they could just make up another excuse. Oh, we're too busy. Our orders are full. We can't get it out for another six months. Don't right. say we can't do it because we don't like the fact that you're gay. Did- and and, it's,
1: and and it's also the way it's being framed as as if someone's from the government's gonna break into your house and order you to bake a cake for someone. Yeah. It's also gonna be like in the shape of a dick, which we all know that's you can refuse that anyway. If that's not what they're doing. They're just asking for a regular cake. Yeah. It's so funny. Anyways, but you know, you, you see people, the people who've traditionally been oppressed by Christians are trying to take away Christians' inalienable right to oppress them. Yeah. I guess that's what the theory is, right?
0: I think so. I mean, I don't... I just don't understand. Like I've said when the, the whole Chick-fil-A thing was going on, is that, you know, you can, you can call it free speech and your opinion all you want. It's still bigotry.
1: That's what she has. It How are they yeah, not yeah, getting this? Call, all right. <laughs> exactly. Well, the problem is, PF, is that the gays and the atheists are trying to turn the United States of America into the secular country it was supposed to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh well, I guess um, with this, I looked up uh, your buddy Mike's poster. I guess there's going to be some kind of a cons- conservative, uh, con- and right there, I'm suspicious. Uh, the a conservative version of the Daily Show with uh, Mike Loftus. So I'm almost positive I have interviewed at some point.
2: In yeah, the past. Loftus
1: is how it's known. Loftus, pronounced. I'm sorry. Um, yes, he's gotten uh, He's a big champion of the downtrodden, rich white guys. He, yeah, you know, <laughs> well, Ronald Reagan was the greatest, even though you know yeah. history does not bear that out. If no. you know anything about history. He is not the kind of go ahead.
0: Guys like Rich Voss and Colin Quinn. I get it. And and the way I'm surprised you're not this way because you've worked really hard. You know you you know went out on uh, and stayed in hotel rooms and tour the country. I can see where a guy like Rich Voss and Colin Coen are going to say, hey, look, I worked really hard just to get where I'm at, you know, and you can, there maybe there is this perception, albeit I don't think it's still a correct one, that maybe there are some people getting over. I could see where people would think that. Hey, you but know if what's you really fun, what's, examine what's, it, I, it, doesn't, it
1: doesn't bear out. What, what I say to guys like like that who say, hey, I worked really hard. I worked damn hard for my money. And I, you know what I say? Join the club. Yeah. Join the club the rest of the country's working really hard too you're not the only one right and there's no one getting away with it by well, the way yeah you want to know you want to know who's working harder go, go go to a bus stop at six o'clock in the morning in a city exactly then you'll you'll see who's working hard yeah. those are people getting on a bus at six in the morning so they can work a minimum wage job how about when you go through a drive-through in the morning and get your coffee those are people already yep. up before you at work yep and okay yeah those are th- that that's the, everybody's working hard. I tell it those people, they have this idea that they're the only and somehow there's a every black and Mexican in America is sitting at home with a flat screen TV. Somehow, by the way, that's the equivalent to just the most debauchery you could oh, ever yeah. have. You have a flat screen TV. Oh, I can't God. believe it. You're poor. You're not supposed to be able to watch television. Yeah. And uh, even <laughs> well, it's just, you know, so uh, it's very easy to see through that. It's just ignorant thinking, you yeah. know, and you're not supposed to be able to say that. But that's what that is. You know, I'm not, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if that's conservatism or liberalism or libertarianism, but that's just lazy ignorance. Well, and even uh, given the benefit of the doubt.
0: Even if there are people getting over, and you know, I guess the, the oh yeah, I you mean, know who's
1: getting over in the country—the people on welfare. Yeah, they're but that's really the screwed. And them. even but even given the fact that thought, even if those people
0: are, do you really want to live that way? They're not living high on the hog. Go well, to this is people, what I'm and, saying. How are living they getting in trailers over? What do they get? Or living how, in how many hundreds buildings? of dollars do they yeah, get? Exactly. a week? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and and honestly, would you really want those people in the workforce?
1: Uh, it, it, first of all, that's uh, and that's not happening. You yeah. know, we, Bill Clinton ended uh, welfare and the federal government's responsibility to poor people. And uh, anyway, you know, and we don't have jobs for these people, right? We have we have Walmart jobs, right? We have crappy jobs for people now. You know, half the people in America make less than thirty. Half the people who work in America make less than thirty thousand dollars a year.
0: That was like thirty-eight, isn't that median for half? No, half all above. Really? I've seen 30. thirty-eight. That, my that's wife why was it's always shocking about that. Okay.
1: Yeah, half own. of all people who work in America make less than $30,000 a year. Shocking, right? Google it, Google it. No, I have.
0: I said, I said, that's why I came up with number 38. I thought it was 38 was the median. Half fall oh. above, half fall below. Well, an average and a median are different, I
1: guess. Yes. I never, exactly. never understood that, actually. <laughs> well, so that's right. Median, I thought it would be the same. I don't want to do a math class. I know, I know. how <laughs> much people <laughs> like to hear about statistics. Exactly. <laughs> anyway... But back, But it just that's just, to me, the greatest you know, jujitsu. They just take anything that it is and they turn it on its head. Yeah. Oh, how about tolerance for people who want to discriminate? That's not I, tolerance. I know. That's, not that. that's indulging bigotry. Yeah. You, know, in, 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 you know, TF, in America, we have the freedom to worship any god we choose, and these Christians prefer a god who's totally creeped out by gay people. Exactly. F- I love how even after uh, Rob Portman, uh, the senator... Yep. His kid came out as gay, so he immediately oh, yeah. goes off for gay marriage now. <laughs> ah, yeah. Why? Because my kids, you know, he'll hate my guts my, for my, the rest form, of my life. My former congressman. And then, yes, yeah, so and then they, they asked uh, John Boehner, they go, now after this happened, wouldn't you switch? <laughs> can you support gay rights? And he's like, I, you know, no, I, 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 as a Republican, I firmly believe having a gay son is something that happens to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I represent the millions of Americans who are still creeped out by gay people. I'm going to stick up for them. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. These people are being, being held
0: down. Uh, I guess Flipside is the name of this new comedy show that's going to be coming on. And I'll bet you a million dollars that you will never see a sketch about Mitt Romney or John Boehner or Ted <coughs> Cruz. It's not going to happen.
1: Or you know if it's a, if it's just sketch you know whatever well I agree with you that, and that's the problem I mean that's why you know John Stewart's show isn't a liberal show it's no. a comedy show exactly. that makes that makes fun of the news and and the powerful yeah that's what a comedy show is but to them if you tell the truth that's liberal it's like Stephen Colbert said at yep. the White House Correspondents' Dinner the tr- uh, truth has a liberal bias yeah. reality has a liberal bias yeah great quote. Yes, so that's, you know, Stephen Colbert is not doing a liberal comedy show. Jon Stewart, not doing a liberal comedy show. No. They're doing comedy shows. Yes, and like I said, all
0: all three of you guys have regularly make fun of... Uh, yes, the- anybody who's
1: full of shit. Yeah, exactly. Make fun of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Barack Obama, when he was full and when he's full of shit, we make fun of him Absolutely. and we make fun of him for the right reasons. Right. We don't make fun of him for made up bullshit like the yeah. made up IRS scandal or the made up Benghazi scandal. Yeah. Can you imagine the balls it takes to hold somebody's feet to the fire over a, t- on a 9-11 attack that killed four people in another country instead of holding the feet to the fire, the entire fucking industrial military industrial complex that let a th- 9-11 happened, the real one? I mean, that's the the balls of these people. It just knows no bounds, you know? And you know what? Because as uh, Einstein said, they're counting... On the American public being stupid, what Einstein said was the, uh, there's only two things that are infinite, the universe and human stupidity, (laughs) and I'm not so sure about the universe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So they count on people being stupid, uninformed, and they count on the media not doing their jobs. Oh, clearly. And I think to me, that's the thing Jon Stewart and Stephen Colbert do more than anything, besides holding politicians' feet to the fire. They hold the media's feet to the fire. Yes and and that's the more important job cuz the media is the you know it, the media the journalism it's written into the constitution it's one of the three professions that we thought was important enough to mention in the constitution i mean the freedom of the press is important it's an important the fourth estate has a job to fulfill in american society and it's not doing it and it's because corporations bought the fourth estate so now we don't get any reporting you know it's 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 funny uh Uh, Most recently, the thing that happened was they said, hey, Obamacare is going to cost two million jobs. The CBO came out with a report. But but that's not what they said. The CBO said two million people who are only working jobs for the health care that they receive from them jobs and would rather not work those jobs because they would rather be home with their family or not work at all or whatever. They don't have to do that anymore. And then so now someone else will come in and fill those jobs. It's almost like creating two million jobs. Right. Because those people are going to stop working and stay home now because they have health care. Right. So right away, it got demagogued by the well, people who were against Obamacare. They're saying, oh, it's going to cost us two million jobs, which what, that wasn't the case. But that's how it got reported in the media. And then there was this woman from the AP on Fox News and they said, hey, which is it? How can you tell us which way? And she, she, this is how she reported. Yeah, she I remember. Well, <laughs> if you if you ask the White House, they say it's not going to cost two million jobs. If you ask the Republicans, <laughs> they say it will. You know, th- nowhere else would you report stuff like that. You can't report sports like that. You can't say, yeah. "Hey, Pittsburgh played Dallas last night." The people in Pittsburgh say they won. The people in Dallas say they won. You got no. You got to report the facts. Yeah. What is the facts of the situation? Anyway, so I know I'm going off on a rant. I'm oh sorry. no, no, that's no, fine. I was going
0: to say that. I just as you're talking, I just realized that. I wonder if that number includes like a lot of places now. And my wife's work is like this, and my work is like this. Is if we can get insurance through our own employer then uh, then you have to do that. In other words, I I can't be on her family plan anymore. So like we can't compare and say, well, uh, access and uh, P and G are uh, with the people we work for. We can't say, oh, this one is cheaper. The family should be on this plan. They're the both companies. Like, no, no, no. You if you get insurance from her place and she, you can get her from here, then you, one of you guys picks the kids. But that's it. We can't all be on the same plan t- and t- to save any kind of money. And I'm wondering if a lot of people, then that two and a half million are probably like, well, shoot, I don't have to like you know stay in this job to keep insurance because i'm not allowed on my husband's insurance
1: uh yeah i mean it, i think it, if
0: you quit you can't it's like you probably have to cobra your insurance or something like that i don't know that'd be worth looking into i think
1: i don't know how uh the see I got, i'm on my wife's insurance but before i was an individual purchaser and i was always worried they were going to cancel my thing my policy for no reason oh you're super sick we're going to cancel your policy which is how they used to do it oh yeah but not But now they can't do that anymore. So that's a big deal, right? Isn't that a big deal? Yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, mean, it's... uh, And these... uh um, I mean,
1: we all know the best thing for everybody would be Medicare for all. I mean, everyone knows that's the way to do it. It would cut prices. It would have price controls. We pay twice as much as the rest of the world for health care. No one seems to get pissed off about that.
0: And I know the the British were always very – again, me being a big Anglophile. I know way before this was an issue that the British used to complain a lot about the NHS, the National Health Service. And until the Republicans in this country are criticizing it, then they loved it. But yeah, I mean, there's still our problems, and they report it. But I mean, can't we be Americans and say, hey, we are the best country in the world? We'll take this system because it creates better results, and we'll fix the stuff that's bad with it, because we're supposed to be the best nation on Earth. We, could, we can do that, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. no, we can't do that. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, this thing I have, we have this one of those medical expense accounts that's on my wife's thing. And they take the money out and you put it in some flexible spending account. And every single time we have to go to the doctor, the insurance company writes us back and goes, you have to substantiate this was medical. Even it says, doctor, write on the bill. <laughs> Your daughter saw Dr. Jones and is it right on. Yeah, could you send us a receipt so we know this is a medical thing? Uh, it, it, uh, <laughs> it's not like I'm seeing Doc Martin. Yeah, so I have to do that, and then I still I can't get my taxes done yet because now we have to fax everything down to Texas so they can issue us a new 1099 form to to cover this stuff. Oh, it's a much better system. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have like the Canadian system because yeah, then I would I, I would miss all the fun of faxing 20 pages of paperwork down to Texas.
1: Yeah, well, I, you know, it's it's just uh, anyway, uh, you know, everyone knows it's screwed up. No one yep. seems to care, nope. and they tell us that we have. Well, we, I think people think, well, we pay twice as much for our healthcare because we have the best healthcare in the world. We don't. We have far from it. Uh, yeah, just com- complete crazy. Twenty what we're twenty fourth in the world uh, according. I to think the... I think we're thirty
0: seventh. Oh, that's right, thirty seventh. Yeah, and then everybody complained on Michael Moore's movie that we went to Cuba, where they're thirty ninth, and I'm like. I don't think I'd be bragging about that part. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's where the focus is on this. Oh man! Well, and the thing that they got it—they went to the 39th country and got it, got the guy covered for free. Versus thirty-seven, oh, right. where he would lose, we would be millions of dollars in debt. So,
1: uh, hey, hey, have you talked to anybody about this Ukraine thing? No. My thing is, why do I don't understand why we everyone can gives it so much of a. Sh- about this. Like, how come we didn't care when he went into Georgia? Exactly. Why we, yeah, yeah. I don't understand why this is such a big deal. Why yeah, this I is, mean, wow, he's really doing this. I, I couldn't give a care. Yeah. Well, Am I wrong about this? Well, I think that the reason people care is you never want to see
0: one people overrun by uh, another people, one. And I think, two, they think, and of course, they should have thought this when he went into Georgia, that, you know, well, hell, if he does this, you know, you know who's next? I think that is a logical... I think, but you're right. Yeah, we just were very selective in our in our outrage over uh, when these things. Well, I like how
1: I like how uh, everybody got a hard on for how Putin. He acted quickly. He's decisive. Oh, he's a I leader. Know. Yeah, oh, that's what God. we need—a guy who's a knee-jerk military. Re- Can <laughs> yeah, you imagine
0: if in 2007 or 2006, if some Democrat would have said, "Oh, you got to admire Kim Il He's really standing up to Bush." <laughs> yes. Oh my
1: God! People yes. would have lost their minds. He's a leader. Yes, what you guys? Yeah. You guys? They look at if you yes, exactly. If a Democrat said he liked a Russian leader for his leadership more than a oh American God. president.
0: Yeah. What are you, a communist? Yeah, they still think they're communists too. That's the beautiful part.
1: Yes, he's a communist. Uh, I think. You know, but if history has taught us nothing else, it's taught us that quick military reaction always works out well for the United States. It Am really right? does. It does, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't get uh it's just you know, and you hate to seem like uh, you know. I was listening to, uh, in that article about conservative comedy. They quoted Norm Macdonald, and he yeah. said um, he, that he doesn't do political comedy because he's a conservative. And he says – and the reason he gave was because ah, if, you, if people know the point of view you're coming from, it's like they already know the punchline.
0: It's, it's weird he said that because you know how much I love newsbusters, right? You know the Jody uh, Miller Yeah. Show? Okay. And she, every time they post one of those things, oh, watch our newsbusters thing. So I wrote a comment on one of them and said, I'll save you guys all a lot of time. Okay? Set up, news story, punchline. It's the Obama and the Democrats' fault. I know the punchline. <laughs> one time they did a joke where she said Karl Rove thinks this, this person still can win. And okay, that's a nice joke. And and not, they're not all bad jokes when they're at the expense of the Obama or the Democrats. I'm not saying that she's gotten some good jokes,
1: but every single one, really. Well, that that's when it's boring. That's yeah. when you're just pushing a point of view instead of pushing right. comedy. So you oddly, know,
0: Norm uh, Macdonald uh, made my point, but in the other direction.
1: Yes, that's right, and I disagree with him. No, totally. somebody. No, it's it, so you can no, nobody can ever talk about things they care about because people will know what your point of view is. Yeah. No, you're just talking about something that's interesting, important, and you're doing it in an entertaining way. That's what comedy is. I don't know. It's just so that to me, that was just a cop out. Yeah. Because if you if you were that's like saying so nobody could ever do anything that has a point of view to it because people will be able to know what the punchline is. And that's just bullshit. Yeah, and well, the th- and like me and you, well, I'm not going to lump myself in with you and Bill and
0: Martin, J- Jonathan, that's crazy, but as a, as a layperson, we're, we're probably going to be more outraged about things that, you know, that uh, that upset our, our progressiveness, that's just logical, but that's not the be all end all, we can be outraged about, and like you would pointed out on your show, or someone, I think it might have been, um, uh, Frank had pointed out on that, that the one scandal that people you think would have been outraged about and criticized Obama for was the AP journalist uh, scandal, which really was a scandal. Yeah nobody cared not even the journalist which is crazy
1: not even the journalist nope so that's okay just still let us into the press room uh you know so that's the difference right uh what you when you say i'm going to do a conservative com i I don't say i'm doing a liberal i say i'm doing a satirical news show exactly where i make fun of the news and talking heads Yep. i'm not doing a liberal comedy show i'm doing a comedy show exactly you know my uh my anyway yeah and i can't you know and uh, and the, to me, that's the big difference, anyway, of being a progressive. Or I, I, don't, I don't understand the allure of being a conservative of not wanting to question things. <laughs> I don't understand that. Well, they want to question the government, and
0: and uh, and. And things that are made up—that's what they but want to
1: question. But not really and you can't make fun of religion on a conservative comedy show either. Oh no, oh, no, 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 no! I mean, that's a big thing. Oh, we man. love to make fun of yeah. religion. I mean, that's the the whole the whole part of comedy is you make fun of religion. You make fun of the things that are powerful over you.
0: Yeah, even before we were a- allegedly, you know, uh, divided and polarized, back in the '60s and '70s, that that started people making fun of religion. You know, growing up Catholic or growing up Jewish or whatever you grew up yeah. under, and uh, you, you made—I fun I of loved it. it. I yeah. loved
1: it. listen to George Carlin talk yes. about. I loved it. It was that was great. And that's that if you were, I guess, if you're conservative, you didn't like George Carlin because he said fuck and made. I mean, that's it's just funny. It's just like that's why it doesn't work. It's not going to work. No, no. (laughs) Just try to do a comedy show first.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I, I'm very interested to see how this is Like I said, I, I bet there there will be no jokes about any conservatives. And like you're right, religion that didn't even occur to me. There will be absolutely no jokes about religion.
1: No jokes about religion at all. And, you know, that's uh, anyway, then that's the, I think, can, can I tell you, I, I feel like that's the duty of comedy to make fun of regroup think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, speak truth to power. That's what I teach yes, my students. That's like the would... duty of comedy. Yeah. So anyway, these are all the great reasons <laughs> why that show now it's going to be the biggest comedy show ever. We're going to look like idiots. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if if they make fun of conservatives, more power to them. You know, and even if it's mostly uh, against progressives, it's fine. Look. Uh, okay. I've been less uh, purple as uh, I I'm I'm much uh, your show uh, above all others. Um uh, has taught me to be n- n- not even, uh, even more skeptical than I used to be, but also to really sniff out those false equivalencies. You and Mar are, are both big on being anti-false equivalency. Like, you know, you know, both sides are equal. You know, well, no, maybe our side is, has, some, uh, has some bad apples too, but there's way more on the other side. And I hate to sound like I'm all polarized now, but the more you look into the facts, that's just what the facts are.
1: Yeah, You know what's uh, what's funny, too, is people would criticize me for making fun of George Bush when everybody else was doing it. I go, yeah, I, I long for the old days, too, when it was just me making fun of George Bush <laughs> and guys like you were calling me anti-American. Yeah. So I'm always a loser. When I'm making fun of George Bush, I'm anti-American, and I'm a communist. And then when everybody else catches up to me, I'm just one of the guys going along because it's easy. So, you know, I'm just sick of those kind of people. And... Uh, you know, just have a ha, try. Try to find your own core, your own center, your own point of view, and write jokes to it. Yeah. You don't have to invent. I, you know, he don't have to invent points of view because other people are, a lot of other people think the right thing, so I must think the other.
0: Yeah. Well, like I said, anyway. it's, it's you know, just it, you always put the funny first, and and the the funny shall be your guide. Yeah, unlike what I've done in this interview, <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> um, so let me see. We got the so you got the book coming out in July. You've got the Jimmy Dore show, which is available. Uh, it's it's on the radio in some parts of the country. It's available as a podcast everywhere, of course, in iTunes and at JimmyDoreComedy dot Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, and then the Young Turks how, available and, at JimmyDoreComedy
0: and and the Young Turks show, uh, the, which is the Jimmy Dore show on the Young Turks network.
1: Uh, how those come out once a week? Uh yes, sir. Okay. Uh, we uh, we drop clips usually on uh, Saturdays. Okay. Uh, cool. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of work, PF. I don't know how people just just doing this is a lot of work for me. <laughs> and this is nothing. And I'm I'm not on single A ball here. And, you know what's uh, funny is, is is I got I got up the other day and uh as just stay with me on this. I went sure. to the bathroom and uh and I'd all, I had all my worries on my mind, PF. I was like, Oh I gotta I gotta do my podcast and <laughs> I gotta do this and what am I gonna talk about and I gotta oh I gotta upload and download and sideload and do all this shit right look for clips and... so I get up from the bathroom and I go to flush the toilet and I look and it was the reddest red I've ever seen like if somebody oh poured two, two bottles of wine into the toilet I was like oh my god I'm gonna like there was so much blood that I thought to myself whatever this is this is too far gone to fix <laughs> oh my god so I'm dying that's not, that's not a little blood. Oh jeez. So I just knew I was dying, and I was it was funny. Like I just felt like it, like the weight of the world fall off my shoulders. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't have to do anything anymore. I could just relax. I could just I don't have to worry about the show this week. <laughs> I don't have to. I was just, I just have to prepare to start dying. Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. And I'm not taking chemo. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, you know? yeah. And. Oh. uh. So like for a half hour, I I had this like light feeling and then I decided to Google it. I'm like, well, let's Google it. See what this means. You know, Mm -hmm. the blood. What does it mean when you have massive amounts? And it turns out the first two things that came up, oh, you're going to die. You're going to die. And then but the third thing was, oh, did you eat beets? And I was like, "Oh yeah!" <laughs> I had this big glass of beet juice, <laughs> and they don't tell you, "Hey, by the way, it's going to make you think you're fucking dying." <laughs> you go to the bathroom. That should be on the that side should be of on the, the, the beet juice. It should, yeah, a little warning. Have you ever had that happen to you? Have you ever no. eaten or drank a massive amount of beets and then gone to the bathroom? No, I'm not. I'm not one for it, beets. So. Me neither. I don't think I will be after that because I don't want to go through it's, that. Anyway, scariest thing ever, but it turns out it was not. But I kind of missed it. It actually wasn't so scary. It turns out I think I have a death wish. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Secretly, yeah, so you can just get all this, all this stuff off
1: your off your yeah, plate. Yeah, as soon as I found out it was the Beats, I was like, ah, oh, back kinda to Back life. to work, yeah. I, I got to get back to doing everything.
0: Oh, man. All right, well, again, at least things are going well for you, though. And um, we'll see you here in Cincinnati April, what, 11th and 12th or 15th and 18th? or I can't remember what it is now, but we'll we'll have the correct dates on the...
1: Hey, and did you send me that thing about the Canadians? Yes, yes, I did. That was hilarious. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I'm not going to do anything with that on my show. So, like, uh, you know, feel free if you want to. Because this week's show is going to be all you and the cop thing. And then next week, no one's going to care about it. So, yeah, if you want to work that in. I was just, I thought that was incredible.
1: That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That was pretty, that's just, you know, here's one of these dumb guys. No, just my point of view. No, there's facts. Yeah. isn't a point of view. Yeah. I was surprised she said that she sees a lot of American doctors coming up there to work. Yes, oh my God. the exact opposite of what they say is happening. Is happening. Yeah. Of course, well, it is.
0: And I know by listening to CBC News that they do have. I think their problem is. I think they're they don't have enough GPS because for some reason it's it's just more attractive for uh, people to be specialists. Although that's the same problem here. So here. Yeah. It's the
1: same problem here. Everybody's yeah. a specialist,
0: and they have to import a lot of nurses from like the Philippines and stuff because they're they nursing school. But again, so that's the same problem here yeah so, i don't understand how i think it's just for a different reason that they arrive at that but like, again we're americans we can fix that <laughs>
1: you know he- health care is so expensive here you- i don't understand how general practitioners aren't getting millions of dollars i know like how is that not the business to go i don't you know i don't know i don't know how to assist just- the structure of the system doesn't make any you know of course it doesn't it's corrupt
0: yeah exactly yeah uh, all right but you're fighting the good fight sir
1: all right, you are right back at your PF. Good to talk to you.
0: All right, man. We'll we'll see you in Cincinnati in a couple weeks. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye. thanks again to jimmy door for being on the show we're running over here so we're just going to cut the credit short you can find jimmy at jimmy subscribe to his show in itunes or from his website if you like the daily show and colbert and bill maher uh, you definitely want to be listening to The Jimmy Door Show because it's very, it's audio-friendly and uh, it's it fits right in with all those shows as well, and it is very hilariously funny. A lot of funny people working with him on that, so be sure to check that out. Also at JimmyDoreComedy.com, you can find out where you can see Jimmy and all the other projects that he is involved with, and there are a ton. All right, so we're going to still investigate the uh, law enforcement issue, uh, getting the 911 call today, even as I am recording this, and maybe we'll play a little bit of that next week as soon as we find out what's going on, and we will keep everybody posted on that. And And other than that, so long and thanks for listening.